This is the Sports Life Podcast. I'm your host, Blake. And in this podcast, I'm talking all things sports. And in this episode, I'm going to be even, to be giving you my power rankings for the NFL. That's up next. So my top 10 in the NFL, uh, I'm going to start at the top and I'm going to work my way down. Uh, I got the Ravens at number one. Look, they've had a great season so far. This is something I want to see more of from the Ravens, though. In big games, I want to see how Lamar Jackson handles that. I want to see how the team rallies behind Lamar. And I think overall, I trust this coaching staff. Um, John Harbaugh, he's done a fabulous job. I mean, you, you talk about going all in on one specific player when no one else thought Lamar could do it, and he's having a, an MVP. He's my MVP. Even as a Seahawks fan, I, I love Russell Wilson. He's great. He's amazing. Lamar is the MVP without a doubt, and right now he is. Things can change, but I think Lamar has this MVP right uh, wrapped up. So I got the Ravens at number one, and this is something the Ravens do well. They keep the ball away from you. They they their time of possession numbers are great. Uh, they play they actually play defense. This is something that is overshadowed by the explosive offense. They actually play defense. They've been in some tight games, and they have a very reliable kicker in Justin Tucker to put away the game if it comes down to the wire. Uh, i.e. the the 49ers game when it came down to the a last second field goal by Justin Tucker. He can put away games and the offensive explosive and they actually play defense. Number two, I have the 49ers, as I previously mentioned with the Ravens in that one game that they lost. You know, it's a good loss though. You know, you lose against arguably the best team in the country, uh, the best team. In the NFL, in my opinion, they are at least. So I like the 49ers for several reasons. They're very smart. They play dis, dis, disciplined um, football. They're, they, they're smart. They don't have a lot of penalties. They don't commit a lot of uh, mistakes, crucial mistakes. They've got a, an, abs, an absolute beast at tight end, George Kittle. He's he's a monster. Uh, he's he's uh, right up there at the top this year. Um, Jimmy G, I, he played well over the last several games. He's played well. He's found his footing and he's kind of relaxed into his role. And their, their wide receiver core is coming on and manual standards. Mm, he's a bad man. Uh, Debo Samuel. And as I mentioned, George Kittle, uh, they can run the ball. That's just some, that's something that they do very well. And they can do it with multiple backs. They got, uh, Matt Breida. Uh, they got several backs that can run the ball that are capable. Um, Tevin Coleman. They got multiple backs that are capable of running the ball, and then they got, you know, Jimmy G's played smart. He hasn't turned the ball over as much at the beginning from uh, as opposed to the beginning of the year, and they play defense. They're getting after quarterbacks. You know, you've heard the name uh, Nick Bosa. You have. I know you have. You've heard the name Joey Bosa. You've had you've heard that name, and they get after the quarterback with ease. Their defense flies around. They tackle really well, which is something that a lot of teams are struggling on defensively this year. And I just their their uh, their coaching staff has done wonders 
um, and has kept them and coached them to play smart football, and that's something that I love about this team. Number three, you have the Saints, and my dad would love to hear me having the Saints at three. Maybe not. He probably thinks they're number one, but the Saints, to me, they play they do play smart football. I think Sean Payton can be a little aggressive sometimes with his play calling and his decision making. Drew Brees, he still has it. I think those those games off when he uh, injured his hand has done great things for him, and he doesn't look tired. Um, so the Saints, this is something the Saints do. They do play defense, but you can't always trust their defense. And that's something it's a little question mark for me. Also, another question mark for me is what's wrong with Alvin Kamara and who's their number two target at the wide receiver and tight end position. You know, Michael Thomas is going to be there, but Michael Thomas is going to have a game where he's only he's going to get like three catches and maybe that's all. And you need somebody else to step up and be that number two guy. And. Who do you really fear besides Michael Thomas? And then Jared Cook, he, he's played nice, uh, especially last game against the 49ers in which they lost. He's played nice, so I think that might be their number two option. We'll see. We'll see as the season goes on. Number four, I have the Packers. And I know one of my all-time favorite uh, sportcasters, uh, sports analyst, Colin Cowherd, he – he doesn't. He doesn't buy the Packers, but I buy them. I like this team. They're tough. They're young. They are young. I get that. They got a young coach. I get that. But they have Aaron Rodgers, which is something I think bodes well coming into the playoff time. Uh, come playoff time, I think this Packers team, while they're young, they're talented. They 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 make mistakes here and there. They're not an over uh, over the top type of team they don't really have a they don't have a deep threat they're just they're slow and clinical and that's something that we've seen a lot from Aaron Rodgers actually but there's no there's not really a wide receiver that that you fear besides Adams like who who else do you fear I'm 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 doubting um a lot of people could even name their second guy um so that's why I got the Packers at number four. They run the ball really nice, which is that that's a common that's a common uh common thing between these top teams. They run the ball. They're able to run the ball and not just pass, which I think bodes well. Uh, especially playoff time. You're talking about explosive offenses. When you play an explosive offense, what do you want to do? You want to keep it away from them. You want to keep the ball, drain the clock. Rack up that time of possession number, those p- time of possession numbers, and just run the ball, grind it out to win. And this is something that top teams do. They run the ball exceptionally well. Number five, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a very explosive offense. Something that I really concerns me about this Chiefs team is their defense, especially the run defense. They give up a lot of yards. Now they done nice against the Patriots. Okay, I get that. But the thing is. The Patriots, their offensive line, they're they're not great right now. The Patriots haven't been able to move the ball for a while, for the past couple weeks. So I don't know how much I take out of that game, but I will say the Chiefs have impressed me offensively. Getting Patrick Mahomes back into the offense after that injury, he's back in. He's they're settling in now. Uh, a little a little worried about um, injuries for Patrick Mahomes. He he injured his hand and then. He was also grabbing his uh, side in the Patriots game. I think he's okay, though. Um, I want to see 
more from their defense, though. That's something I really want to see more of. And so that's why I have them at number five. Number six, I have the Patriots. And what concerns me most about this team is their lack of offense. They've played nice defense, but as we've seen over the past several games, the defense is not going to hold up if you can't put up points. They can't can't play at 100% if they're – constantly out there on defense trying to stop a Chiefs team who's really who are really explosive they're not gonna they're not gonna keep on playing up to their full potential if they're always out there playing um they're gonna be fatigued by the third quarter at least and so that's what concerns me what what uh doesn't concern me is the fact that you know Bill Belichick they still got him they still got Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, so that doesn't that doesn't bother me. That actually is one of the reasons why I even I just have my six. Uh, they're not out of my top ten. They're not in the, really low towards the bottom of the top ten. Um, they're about halfway. Just the offense really needs work. It's something that I've seen plenty of the past couple of games. They haven't been able to move the ball at all. They've had to require on plays from special teams and the defense to kind of kind of give them a chance in in games uh example the chiefs game when they got the block punt that's something they needed to capitalize on that because they can't move the ball that good at all at all uh number seven of the seahawks something that i that concerns me about them is the fact that they've been in all these close games and they've put away teams sure but they've been in these close games. Why can't they just, you know, especially against teams that they should be beating easily, you know? But these games have been in doubt, and you're like, will they pull it off? Will they not? And some they've been in a lot of close games, which it that's that adds to experience to the young defense more specifically, and then the few young pieces they have on offense, and that and that's something that will help them in the playoffs. But they need to be able to put away these teams that they should be beating. And last week when they played the Rams, I seen something that I really hadn't seen all year. They they could not they could not move the ball offensively. Um, they were running the ball. They didn't really capitalize on um, uh, turnovers that well. Um, they didn't capitalize on field position. There was, it was sloppy. Uh, and then the, as you would expect, if the defense is always out there playing and the offense can't really do anything, they're not going to play as well. And we've seen that. They gave up 28 points to a Rams team who desperately needed that win, and they fall short in that game. So I have him at number seven, and Russell Wilson has cooled off. He's not his, He's not up to the MVP caliber. As he was in the beginning of the season, he's cooled off. I expect him to to uh, light it up uh, the rest of the way, hopefully. Um, and I'm not too concerned about that game, but there's there's room for there's a room there's room for a lot of improvement after watching that game. And at number eight, I have the Rams, and the only the only reason why I haven't put them above Seattle, even after beating them is the fact that we've seen them so inconsistent. We haven't really seen that from Seattle. Seattle's been pretty consistent throughout the whole year, besides that one game against the Rams. But the Rams have been largely inconsistent. We 
who who knows what's going on with Todd Gurley, uh, the running back? Who knows? Jared Goff, he's up and down. He's been up and down. The defense has played nice. That's something that I that I apply to them. So kudos. But that's the biggest concern is the inconsistency, and it, it looks like they're getting it. They're they're finding their way. They're they're finding their identity, which is important come playoff time. And so I have them at number eight. And number nine, I have the Vikings. Something that really concerns me about the Vikings is Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. He's played great. He's played great so far. But the big games, when it matters, he's he's he doesn't he hasn't he hasn't won at all in uh Monday night games, prime time on the big stage at all. So to me if you're the Vikings and you're going into playoff time, do you trust him? I do not. That's something I. That's why I have them at uh, nine. And they lost. They lost to the Seahawks. And I think, sure, the Vikings might have the best roster in the NFL. They're really, really talented. They're deep. They're they got a uh, magnificent coach. But uh, I have them at number nine because I don't trust Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook. Uh, he did. He did go out of. Uh, he did leave the Seahawks game with an injury. Not sure how that's gonna play out for um, the playoff time and later in the season. Is he gonna be healthy? That's my biggest question. And so at number ten, I have the Bills, and I put the Bills there because Josh Allen inconsistent. Um, they they play well-rounded football, and that's a lot of teams. Don't do that. They don't. They don't play great football on all three in all three phases. But this is something that the Bills do. They play defense. They can move the ball. Um, Josh Allen, when inconsistent, when he has his um, his bad days, they're a little shorthanded. Um, they really don't have much of a running game when that happens. Um, who do you fear over the top? They can move the ball at times. Just the inconsistency with Josh Allen is a big reason why the offense stays inconsistent. The, the offense kind of centers around his arm and how he's able to run the ball. That's sort of um, the heart of the team. And then playing nice nice defense, nice solid defense, uh, disciplined football. That's something that the Bills do. And so I have them at number 10, and that's my top 10 for the NFL um, right now. Ravens, easily the best team. 49ers, second. Saints, third. And I think there's a gap between those teams and the rest. Um, but we'll see in the coming weeks. It's it's only it's barely even week 15. We've only had a Thursday night game, and that's it. So we'll see. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was my top 10 power rankings for the NFL. Tune in next episode. 